Welcome back to the Dutch Podcast, where integrative medicine providers can expand their understanding of functional endocrinology, and everyone, no matter who you are, can learn more about their body's most complex communication system. Hi, I'm Noah Reed, Vice President of Sales and Marketing for the Dutch Test, and I'm joined by the host of the Dutch Podcast, Dr. Jacqueline Smeaton. So we are celebrating the 10 years of Dutch, so settle in, ready to get started. We have a very exciting day planned here live from Vegas, and we're going to be joined by some very special guests. The first two need no introduction, but let me set the table for this conversation. The year was 2012. (laughs) It was the year the iPhone 5 hit the stores, Instagram hit 100 million users, and everyone was singing along to the hit song, So Call Me Maybe, that's the song. It was the number one on the charts in 2012. I know that Mark Newman was rocking that in the car on the way to work. (laughs) 10 years ago, Mark Newman saw a functional testing landscape that left a lot to be desired. He knew that the answers to complex hormone-related questions could be found through multi-spot, easy-to-collect dried urine samples. So along with his co-founder, Andy Tissen, they created a dried urine test lab, Precision Analytical, and brought the Dutch test into clinical use. Since then, Precision Analytical has helped thousands of providers around the world profoundly change the lives of their patients through effective hormone monitoring. With the dried urine test for comprehensive hormones, providers can see the complete picture of sex and adrenal hormones, their metabolites, so that they can clearly understand the root cause of complex patient symptoms. Welcome to the show, Mark and Andy, and happy 10 years of Dutch. Hey, thank you. Yeah, this is where everybody claps. Yes, 10 years is so exciting. Yeah, it's great. And this is so fun to be here at A4M and have the chance to do the podcast live. Right. And so let's get down to it. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'd love to know, just to get started, like Mark, what led you to develop this like new analytical method to take a deeper look, a different look at hormones? Tell us a little bit more about how that even came about. Yeah, um, yeah. I spent my whole career uh, after school and graduate school in the functional endocrinology space, uh, doing urine testing for hormones and blood testing for hormones and saliva testing for hormones, um, and got a little bit frustrated by my desire to have a comprehensive look at what's going on and the need to go get multiple tests in order to do that and dealing with providers and saying, here's your test here are your results, but there still are some questions unanswered because we don't know about this marker or that marker, which you have to go to another test to go get those answers. And so um, looking at the landscape, we looked at blood testing, which you can get a pretty good look at hormones, but you really don't get a lot for cortisol. And so then we hop over to saliva and you can get a really nice up and down pattern of cortisol and I can marry those two. And now I have quite a bit of information, but still I'm left wanting the metabolites to open that family of hormones of both the estrogens and the androgens, but then also cortisol, um, which was novel at the time of, of adding that dimension into the picture. And when we started really looking at real patient samples, once we developed the method, we really started to see some unique stories that unfolded that were profound in terms of the difference of the conclusion that you would draw in looking at this sort of three-dimensional picture of hormones relative to what we had before, unless you were willing to do blood testing and saliva testing and urine testing um, on a single patient. And that was, that was really the driver is filling in more pieces of that puzzle 
so that we're just making better uh, assessments of what's wrong with someone, what the source of their hormone dysfunction was. Yeah, I'm sure the appetite from a patient perspective to do blood, urine, saliva, all of those things was probably pretty low. It's great to have that all combined, you know? Right. Yeah, doing them all and then paying for them all. And um, it really created a space for us to step in to ease their experience, but also just very practically to make it more affordable to really get a good look what's going on with your patient. And so we started there and, and then really didn't dive into the HRT side of it initially until we looked at enough data. Um, and so that story just continues to unfold in terms of the number of ways um, that we can help someone fill in those pieces. And the, and the data really was, um, was surprisingly positive in terms of just how many different applications we saw where we were getting like really clean, good, clear answers to questions that previously were a bit mysterious because you're only looking at this sort of two-dimensional picture instead of all three dimensions of, you know, whatever family of hormones it might be. So. Yeah, and hormones are so tricky because oftentimes, like, in blood, you're looking at a single point in time, right? With urine, you actually get the advantage of looking at kind of a pool right. over time, which is so much more, you know, trustworthy than any single one time point. I mean, there's a lot of advantages. Right, yeah, and, then, and I think when we looked at those, you know, both from a collection standpoint and, as you say, a, a reliability standpoint and not being as um, prone to those volatile shifts. So I, I can remember a, a guy that I worked with that did a cortisol pattern and his was abnormal in the afternoon. It was like, well, what's like, why was that? And, and it turned out he was watching his kid run track like two minutes before he collected a sample for whatever reason and had this like brief moment in time where there's there's this aberration to the pattern that wasn't clinically meaningful. Uh, and so just those types of problems over the years of trying to find a solution that again is easy to do, but also gives you just a clearer, more accurate clinical answer to, to what, what ails someone on the hormone side of things. Yeah, and you know, even 10 years in, it seems like the science is still a work in, prog in process and in progress. And that's one thing that it's so exciting about being here is that there's this continual mission to expand our understanding and like just do it better, you know, continue to do it better. Yeah. The number of questions that remain unanswered. I mean, that's that's what gives us purpose. Yeah. Right. Is that this is a story that hasn't completely unfolded yet. And so we continue to explore, you know, where are the places where we can answer that question better and then where are the places where people need a different tool and that's something that we've been pretty committed to since day one is, to, is really one of our core values is transparency is just, just to lay out for people where we excel and where there are better answers and to educate to both um, mm -hmm. and to become not only a testing source but also just a source for just good and true information on what the best direction is you know in a given scenario yeah great well Aunt, let's switch gears andy <laughs> I think most people in the room here were small business owners, and we can relate to that roller coaster of emotions that happens when you're an entrepreneur. What were the biggest challenges when you guys first got started, and what was that like? Uh, yeah, well, when we first started, uh, one of the challenges was uh, you pretty much had to do everything. So you had <laughs> you wore multiple hats, you know, sales, marketing, take out the trash. Yeah doing, taking out the trash. I mean, so doing, um, wearing a lot of hats is uh, difficult, which thankfully we built an amazing team over the years. But yeah, just that, that race of trying to um, become profitable, you know, buying things off of eBay to save a buck. Yeah. 
you know, having your lead scientist be uh, your IT guy and build your website on the side yeah. instead of <laughs> that we still you know, have, yeah, <laughs> having a contractor do that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's been a it's been a wild ride, but it's it's been really rewarding just investing in our people and then seeing them. Uh, invest in our patients and seeing lives change. So, so we're here at A4M World Congress. Give me a picture, maybe Mark and Andy, ten years ago. We're in a twenty by twenty booth. We got a lot of people here on staff. What did ten years ago look like when you came to this event? When it was just you two? Oh, that was an interesting experience. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, where we are almost literally like tripping people to get their attention so that you can have a conversation with them with a concept that they've never heard of before. Um, it was pretty challenging. I think the first time we came to A4M, we were, you know, in the back in our little booth and just sitting there all day. And I, I, you know, now we see people who come up that we know and they're excited to see us or they know the test and they're excited to tell their story. Um, and I can remember sitting there for hours and then one, one lady doctor came up finally with like, some interesting look on her face. And I'm like, oh, finally, someone who wants to talk about whatever. And she said, Dutch. She said, I'm Dutch. And so it was this big, like, up. And then, oh, I'm right back to uh, being obscure over here in the corner, trying to get people's attention, you know, that want to talk about hormone testing. But you know what? We had some really quality conversations with just a few people, which became a few more people. Um, and, and really taking an approach of influencing the influencers, of trying to have some deep conversations about some of the holes in our industry, about the educating and the, the testing uh, methods that are available for people. And just every year it built and every year our you know, influence and presence here has gotten um, a little bit bigger to where we're a staple of this and, and I think a source of both information and testing that people love to, to trust. And, and so it's a, it's, a, it's a really fun community to be a part of. That's awesome. So when you look back over the last 10 years, what are the big wins that stand out to you? Like, what are the big milestones that you'll just never forget hitting? Oh, boy. Um, there have been a lot. Um, and, and I would say one thing that we might be a little bit different on is that those things have never really been the targets for us. Um, you know, we've really tried to take the approach of, like, we want to do the things that we do with exceptionalism. Um, and whatever milestones come, they come, and the results sort of take care of themselves. We've never been obsessed with the growth of our company, but really try to be obsessed with just the quality and totality of what we do, um, and, and really focusing on the values that we have as a company of taking care of people and transparency um, and continuing to advance um, what we do, and that's really remained our focus. But along the way, it has been fun to celebrate You know, the first time you get so many samples a week, especially the one where you get across the threshold where you can actually pay your bills. Um, that was definitely um, a, that's a, a good milestone yes. for a business. Paying yes, your bills. yes, yep. for sure. Um, and uh, and so so, but yeah, along the way, you know, we like to celebrate the round numbers that you hit and samples per day or this or that or whatever. Um, but we really have tried to always just keep the focus back on the thing that we do and doing it well, and then going clear to the end at the end user of the patient and you know, the lives that are changed. And that, that's really the fuel, I think, behind our people and what they do is hearing those individual stories of my life was a wreck, maybe hormones were a part of it, and they do a test and it uncovers something that's interesting and leverageable for, for their provider. And then our team of providers is able to help walk alongside them and figure out what direction they need to go in light of that. And then 
you know, seeing um, and hearing about those just dramatic changes to people's lives because of the information that's been leveraged. I mean, th that's that's the most exciting thing of, of anything that we do um, mm. every day. Yeah, and I'll add, it's like refreshing to be a part of a business where exceptionalism is the key goal and expectation and thing that we're all judged against. Like the, you know, I'll just put that out there. Like as someone who's newer to the Dutch team, I really do think that living the core values of your business is rare. And I see that here and it's awesome. Yeah. Well, we're glad to have you part of it. So. Thank you. Andy, what would you add as far as like those milestones you'll never forget? Besides, I'm sure paying the bills was probably a really good one for you being the CFO. <laughs> I mean, some of the milestones are just, like I said, putting together the team. So, I mean, hiring Noah and I mean, there's so many talented uh, individuals on our team that have helped uh, make Precision what it is. So, yeah, kind of like what Mark um, talked about, too, is I'll second that being the CFO over finances is we're, we're a little bit backwards and go against the flow of what typically happens. I mean, pe people tip typically expect the CFO to crack the whip and you don't make your budget. And if we don't grow by this percentage, like I'm firing people and laying people <laughs> off and it's it's never been like that. And so it's been really refreshing to, again, invest in our people and invest in our product and then just let that do the talking. So nice. it's, yeah, I mean, that's one of the most uh, exciting things about my job is I've never had to be that, that CFO that is all about money and growth. And I'm, you know, glad that. I can be more about people and our people and taking care of patients. So. Yeah. Speaking of like a non-typical CFO, we also do typically you're not going to find a CFO around here that has raving fans that are also customers. And so now we have some very special guests that we're going to bring on to the show. Uh, they were early on adopters. If you guys wanted to come on, we've got Jeff and Lynn uh, from Happy Hormone Cottage uh, joining the show today. There were some early on adopters. Lynn. Welcome to the show. Jeff and Lynn. Oh, thank you. Good yeah, to be here. Glad to have you. So why don't you start with, kind of go back, again, 10 years of Dutch. Uh, you've been here kind of from the beginning. Um, why don't you tell us how you discovered Dutch and kind of your, the fun story of how you let them know that you discovered Dutch okay. and you were going to switch over. And, and when you asked what was important, I was saying, me, point to us, we're important. <laughs> yeah. I do not remember that. Yeah. Um, so I began my hormone cottage in 2009, so 13 years ago. And um, my husband, Jeff, here, a pharmacist, actually saved my life from my own little issues. And so when I finished teaching 30 years and opened my little cottage, we did saliva testing. It's all they had out there. We didn't want to do blood work. It gave you a number, and that wasn't really going to be helpful. So we did saliva testing for about three years and noticed that with our women who were on therapy that retested, that results were just skewed all over the board. They weren't accurate. They were frust it was frustrating. We didn't know what was going on. So we actually flew out to a conference and met um, Mark at the conference and knew he was um, a very smart analytical chemist. And so um, I, when, when he decided to start his own endeavor here, the Dutch Hush, he called us and I think I scrolled on the phone. I said, oh my God, sign us up. And uh, we've been with him now for 10 years. So it's been one of the best things we've done. It's accurate. Um, it gives a, an amazing 15 page report that gives answers and really big words like methylation pathways and metabolites <laughs> and organic acids and things that I never wanted to know about, but I do and I love them now. Thank you very much. Mm. And it's important when we can get better. They, 
And the, the beautiful thing about what we do is that we have a great diagnostic tool in the Dutch test, and nurse practitioners who get the Dutch test and can identify how to best use the results to impact the women with the compounded therapy. So it's just been a really great um, endeavor. And we just sold 10,000 10, kit in August. Yay. So 10,000 yeah, kits in 10 years. It's been a great partnership. Yeah. That's amazing. I think about 10,000 explanations to a patient. I mean, that's yeah. a lot of explanations. Yeah. We've got amazing nurse practitioners who actually um, spend their time making sure that the women in an hour, an hour appointment for every woman gets a great read on what's going on, they understand the results, they know that they're not, it's not, they're not crazy, it's not in their head as they've been told, it's really a viable physiological problem that can be fixed. Yeah, yeah. so I know you've 10,000 explanations. What are maybe like a one or two stories of your favorite explanations and results that have come yeah, as a part of that? Yeah, a few years ago we had a little girl named Jana who was having a hard time conceiving. She'd been to fertility doctors and she was young, maybe late 20s and just they couldn't conceive. She came in and did, the, did a, the Dutch testing, and we found out that she was having some ovulation issues, so we got her on some therapy, and three months later, she was pregnant, and she now has a cute little baby boy, and so they're very happy that was impactful in her life. They tried everything, and we think the Dutch test and then our therapy to kind of go along with that was really impactful. Um, another gal, I, she was my favorite age of all is 42. God love 42-year-olds. They, they so need us, right? Do you know that I'm 42? <laughs> well, yeah, you need us. We knew there was a connection 20, there. 24. Yeah, I meant 24. Gotcha. Sorry, okay, dyslexic. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but 40-year-olds are my favorite demographic. They're so, they just, the perimenopause, they need us. They, they're just hot messes, kind of. I say that affectionately. Um, and we had one lady, <laughs> true. She, she drove okay. in with her little car and had kind of ripped jeans and kind of was frumpy. And she said that, and she said, I cry when I make my children's lunches for school. Why am I crying when I make my kids' lunches? And I love my kids. And she had a hormone imbalance. So we did the Dutch testing on her and got her uh, diagnosed adequately and got her on some progesterone therapy with other things for her adrenal glands. And she came in a while later and said, I'm no longer crying when I make my kids' lunches. She gave me a big bag of her. She kisses as a thank you. Mm. I think that was pretty kind of pretty cool. Uh, well, yeah. I think that's, that's the combination that we love is that functional medicine principles functional medicine testing at the highest level, and then an educated user of that to take mm -hmm. all of that information um, with someone who is a hot mess yeah. um, and find solutions that, that really work, um, that are sustainable long-term, that, that can just change the trajectory of someone's life. And, and then it ripples through her life to others. So it's, that's, that's an awesome story. Right, and you know, right now, because this is not taught in medical school, then they go to their doctor who are great people, and they say, I can't sleep, they're offered Ambien, or they're depressed and anxious, they're offered maybe an antidepressant, like maybe Prozac or something, which is a, a fine medication if you're actually clinically depressed, but if you're hormonally imbalanced and suffering from depression, then you don't want Prozac. You want progesterone, and nobody knows about it. Mm. It's, cr it's criminal. And that's why I do what I do to fill that gap and educate women at the level they can understand and say, you're not crazy, it's okay. You can cry if you want. <laughs> it makes me cry, but it's okay. You're okay, there's nothing wrong with you. You just need some hormone balance, right? And it's actually a great anti-aging tool as well, right? So it's just been the best thing we've ever done. Yeah. Well, and kudos to you. I mean, I think it's 10,000 lives moved at least a step in a positive direction. And, and it takes the passion that you have for both the, the technical things that we do, but also just just caring for caring for women and wanting to see them improve their lives. So and 10,000 awesome. and counting. Uh, absolutely. We're, we're not dead yet. So we have many more good years left. So. Absolutely. Well, we've appreciated your partnership. Yeah. Um, more than you know, 
um, from early adoption um, and watching us grow and, and being uh, gracious with us, learning our lessons along the way in how to partner like really well with, yeah. with you guys. So we appreciate you. It's been great. Thanks so much. Absolutely. Yeah, and you've been one of our longest and most loyal customers. Like, with if you're looking around and there's like new providers standing around, what what maybe would you tell a new provider that was going to get started with us how to get started? What, in your opinion? Oh God, that's a great question. I would say, um, you know, your Mark and Andy, I always say Mark and Andy like they're like they're dating. I don't. They're like twins. I just <laughs> I just love you both. More or less. I, I text them both. They're very accessible. You can get a hold of them. Um, my, my clients can call. The 503 That number yep, for any question, anytime. <laughs> um, and I think I would say just don't give up. It's kind of you have to kind of get through the weeds and kind of get into it and practice for a bit to really get understanding it. But once you get the hang of it and you understand it, it's an amazing tool. Yeah. I would say ask for help. Reach out. There are lots of people on your team that can help them understand it. Right. And then just work with women on it. And it's just it kind of it's like a light bulb goes off and you just kind of fall into the rhythm of it. Like anything else, you have to just get used to doing it, understand it. It takes exposure, right? It takes yeah. practice and exposure yeah. and, right. you know, getting used to that. But it can be, you're right, so much information extracted. I think it's life-changing. And why would you settle for something less when you have, I mean, I do have to say the Dutch testing is amazing and accurate. Why would you do anything else that's not going to give you the results? If you have something, if you have a Mercedes, why would you want to drive a, a Chevy, sorry. I like Chevys. <laughs> so why would you want to drive a Chevy if you can drive a Mercedes, right, and get all that information? I just don't understand that. I love the Dutch testing. Mm. So. Yeah. Well, I, thank you, Jeff, Lynn, and Mark, and Andy. Thank you for joining yes, us today Andy. of the 10 Days of Dutch live from Vegas. Stay tuned for our next episode. So until next time.